If this is where science is heading, count me out. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Daydreamers, A Journey of Imagination, by Emily Winfield Martin, published by Random House Books for Young Readers. Daydreamers, A Journey of Imagination is a horror story of the dark places your inner thoughts will take you. Will this dark read get us intrigued about exploring our imagination? Or will it make us think the next time we think? Well, no need for TV. We got our imaginings today. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on this rather vague opening statement. Quote, They say there are no dragons left, and that's the way it seems. To find them, you must visit the land of waking dreams. End quote. What, did the plastic straws get them? And who's they? The World Wildlife Foundation? Or is it the WHO? Because they've been wrong on a lot of things. Or is it just Sarah McLaughlin trying to find another animal to make a heartbreaking commercial on? In the arms of an angel. This all seems irrelevant, though. Dragons never existed in the first place. Unless they're talking about Komodo dragons. No, you were taken too soon. I was totally unaware. Oh, wait. They're not extinct? Then what are we going on about? There's almost too much to unpack in her statement. But I have one last observation. Why didn't Emily say, The land of hopes and dreams. Like the place we go to think about all the cool shit we're going to do in the future that we never end up doing. But instead she chooses, The land of waking dreams? It's so ominous. It sounds like the shit we dwell on that keeps us up all night. I was way too excited when I said hi to the Starbucks barista today. Now she's going to think I'm into her. Damn it. Now I'm going to have to figure out a way to always end up at the other cash register. Or I could go to Pete's. No, that shit's way overpriced. I prefer Duncan, but it's two miles away. Maybe... I could just walk there and get back on my 30-minute break if I high-step it. What am I doing? I'm way overthinking it. <laughs> she probably doesn't even remember. But she does remember me introducing myself when she asked for my name, and it was only for the order. I'm going to Duncan. Did I mention I hate scary books? My nerves are through the roof that we have to keep reading. But we must go on to see if Emily clears up any of this confusion. And great. It's just what I thought. This is my nightmare! It's children flying around on the backs of scientifically engineered creatures. Who is Emily? Alex Jones? There's a fish with a cat head on it, a three-headed dog, and a squirrel with wings. Well, forget about the last one. It's a flying squirrel. But still, the other two are repulsive to look at. And Emily tells us, don't worry. We don't need magic. It's in our imagination. 
Well, now it is, thanks to her. Now we go into a rather long montage of different chitlins imagining... Starting with a boy looking up at the clouds. And it just so happens to turn into a dragon that he rides. Then we see kids playing in the water with many different sea animals and some sort of a sea snake. But what do you know? It turns into a bigger creature that they can ride. Are we sure that's their imagination on that one? Or just the venom kicking in? Anyway, it continues with a boy in a museum looking at dinosaur bones. But, oh no way! They turn into a phoenix. It may or may not be in Arizona. But what do you know? He rides that too. It keeps going with a girl in a garden riding a creature and then two girlfriends in an art museum that turns into riding unicorns through a forest. I think the only place with more riding going on is on OnlyFans. But one has to ask, why are these kids who are choosing to let their imaginations run wild, and I'm doing air quotes, why are they all riding the creatures they come up with? They have legs. They can walk. Is Emily trying to hit us with some deep commentary? Drawing attention to man's scientific abuse of animals and our development of new drugs off the backs of these man-made abominations of creatures that have allowed man to reach new heights? And should we think before we let science run wild and before it creates something we truly regret? Boy, is that deep. Or is it more likely Emily has no imagination herself, so she just spliced creatures together in an unoriginal way and threw kids on their backs and called it whimsical? Yeah, that's gotta be it. Lastly, we see a boy reading a book, daydreaming the same thing as all the other kids, and Emily leaves us on this threat. Quote, And when you leave, you learn the thing that all daydreamers learn. When you leave the realm of magic beasts, they wait for your return. End quote. I hope they don't wait too long, because I'm not coming back. What's the lesson Emily wanted us to gain from this sinister read? She made it clear that imagination can take you to places you've never been before, and it can make the boring places entertaining. It's just, her imagination wasn't all that compelling. What do I think of Emily's work? Well, it was one-dimensional, to say the least. Just having the kids fly around was rather boring. She showed probably the worst side of imagination. And that's dwelling on one thing that will keep you up at night. This would have been way more engaging of a read if she showed us all of its positives, like the kids coming up with inventions, going back into history, or slaying these disgusting beasts. As for her pictures, they were definitely in her own style. They looked to be drawn in color pencil, and for having such a creepy undertone, each picture came across in a soft manner. Honestly, if you're a fan of scary movies, and like bad thoughts being drilled into your head, this may be for you. Myself, I have enough to worry about at night. Tax day's coming up in April. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.3. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and maybe have another bite. But I'm stopping when someone keeps repeating themselves. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.